Coming up this week, the Anaheim City Council prepares to discuss tax incentives for several new luxury hotels. Uh, new per- merchandise starts popping up all over the parks. And Disneyland's chief photographer puts away his camera. Plus later, Nancy continues her Disneyland is my land series with some tips for poor college students. All that next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz on Fire. This is the Disney Unplugged Disneyland Edition, episode 591, for the week of July 10th, 2016. The Disney Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by my good friends, Nancy Johnson. Hey! Yeah, Nancy's <laughs> asleep. Mary Jo Mulatto Willie. No, I'm getting ready for my segment. Later. Okay, cool. Mary Jo Mulatto Willie. <laughs> hey, damas y caballeros. There you go, Michael Bowling. Guacamole. Hey there, hi there, ho there. <laughs> and Tony Spatel. I can't now. Now yeah, is no, this gonna? Yes. Is everybody yeah. now gonna have a special Some hello? Kind of, yes, right. And yes. I don't. And you know what? That's fine with That's me. Fine with hello. <laughs> I'm going to be the grumpy hello. I think your special opening is just complaining about something, Tony. You're right. I'm the grumpy old old troll living in the booth. Tony the Grouch. Really? Tony the Grouch. Really? Nice. All right. Hello to our friends listening live on Mixler. If you want to listen live, head over to Mixler.com. It's M-I-X-L-R.com. Search for the Disunplugged Disneyland Edition. Listen live every Sunday evening around 7-ish. Depends on when we get started. Um, we're just having so much chat, fun chatting with the with the folks in there that sometimes we start yep. late. Uh, <laughs> but that's okay. They wait for us. They're nice like that. Um, again, it's 7 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights. Um, of course, the rest of the Diz Unplug uh, family of podcasts, Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast, it comes out Mondays on YouTube. Um, and this month they're talking about Alani. Um, the Orlando show is live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific. And the Universal Edition is live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific. So check all those out. And of course, the Daily Fix every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific. Your quick look at the day's Disney news. Um, and then it's July, so it's connecting with Walt month, right, Michael? It is, Bye. and this week we're <laughs> going to our the, our episode is castles built from dreams. Hmm. So the the centerpiece of every Disney Magic Kingdom is a castle. So in this episode, we are going to discuss why Walt Disney chose to include a castle in his kingdoms, and where did the Imagineers look to for inspiration in designing all the castles from Sleeping Beauty Castle here in our beloved Disneyland, all the way to the Enchanted Storybook Castle on the other side of the world in Shanghai Disneyland. So join us for a magical time. Thanks, Shanghai. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you didn't hashtag that. Did I, no, I didn't. <laughs> it, it, it was implied. <laughs> um, coming up uh, coming up in a couple weeks is the Diz Unplugs Mega Meet that's to celebrate the 10th anniversary of 
the Disunplugged Orlando edition. Um, I will be there. Michael will be there. We'll be um, chatting with folks in the Magic Kingdom and crashing some of the other meets. So if you are uh, part of that uh, meet, be sure to look for us and say hello. Definitely. We may have swag. I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> well, so are you guys I, all packed and ready to go? No. I'm, no. I know. Mm, no. Well, for all you Wonser fans, I got to give a, a shout out to Mr. Rob Klecky in the uh, in the chat room. He was in Steveston today. You know, they've started. They're starting filming this week on uh, Once. So he is uh, going to pop back there. He's been picking up some stuff for the auction. Oh, very for cool. uh, Teresa and Kathy's auction. Nice. nice. So look forward to some Steveston area once upon a time theme stuff. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And of course, there is still time to enter the uh, giveaway, the Celebrating Disneyland giveaway for two different trips to the Disneyland Resort. Um, head over to wdwinfo.com slash Disneyland. Click on the Celebrating Disneyland logo to find more information. I think the deadline on that is uh, July 23rd at 6 a.m. Pacific. So uh, you still have a little bit of time to enter that, but get those entries in. Um, and good luck with those trivia questions. <laughs> Yay, go trivia questions. Yes. All right. Don't expect my... Stop bugging Michael. He's not going to answer. No. <laughs> no, I am not. <laughs> Now, what's the Stop answer to the third question on the second week? It's Just e. give me a hint. Yes, e. All <laughs> Don't answer that. that guy on the thread on the boards <laughs> yeah, either, because yeah. that's just wrong. All right. Uh, any housekeeping? <laughs> Who wants I to just first? wanted to say what yeah. a beautiful day it is today. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that's and happy I just, Tony. Yes. Wait. <laughs> Who is okay. this? Wait. No, I almost complained, because she called me Happy Tony. But I'm just... I'm just happy. Yes, happy. Uh, yes. Nice. That's going to be the new me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. Wow, impressive. But you look at your attitude. See, this is why I couldn't even last five seconds. Because you guys all went, yeah, right. Thanks. I was, I'm back to grumpy. All... Yeah, I know. I, Mary Jo was all nice for it. Today. Yes. I like happy Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I was out shoveling chicken poop today. Wow. I'm just going to say something positive about that. About that now, yeah. Good. You, you know, my chickens are happier in a cleaner environment. It brought down the room. Right. I'm glad oh, you were <laughs> shoveling chicken poop today, Nancy. You know, I yes. would have rather been at Disneyland. Land, yes. <laughs> All right. I have, I have a... Go ahead, Marja. Um, you know, they have the Mega Meat and Dish shirts yeah. on an online store. And if you go to the podcast board, they have some pretty cool... Uh, I see my favorite um, design Connect on there. Walt. <laughs> that's what yeah. I was going to say, Michael. Yes, good save, uh-huh. good save. Yeah. But they they do have some dish shirts for the Mega Meat that's coming up, mm-hmm. and then if connecting with Walt, which is going to be my next shirt that I'm going to be getting, <laughs> and I'm waiting for the Disneyland edition one to come out. I know. Um, or, I know. Will or, that or, ever or, happen? I don't know. We need some. We need some hashtag Day Six shirts. Those would be yeah. Cool. Hashtag uh, Day Six would be nice. But anyway, they have they have a nice um, uh, nice selection on there. So if you want to go to the podcast board and get some of those shirts, my my shipment is on the way. So that's cool. Yeah, I'll order after my my first shipment. Order more later. Ours are on the way too. They broke ours up into two. Oh, weird. Okay. Um, Anything else in housekeeping? 
I heard from a little bird that um, it is ca starting cast member appreciation week this week. So next time you're in the parks, please thank your lovely cast members that help you out during your day and make Aww. your day chipful. Isn't that one, nice? Was this that bird nice. one of your chickens whose poop you were cleaning up? Yes, yes. No. That, that <laughs> no, not one of those little birds, but another little bird told me that. You know, you, know, go, you go to the park, you talk to cast members, you find things out. And they're all excited, except we still don't have any word about what's happening for the anniversary yet. I was, I was probably around trying to find that. And... Which end? you talk about the Disneyland sixty first? Sixty first. There's like cavalcade, right? Sixty one characters, maybe. It's yeah. usually yeah. It's usually really small. Yeah. Um, in the off years, so. Yeah. I they know. do some little thing in front of the castle, don't they? Or, and then that's or, about it. Yeah. Or, or at or the town, main street yeah, station, Tains Town Square. Yeah. Uh -huh. And it'd be nice if they had another flash mob, but those are predictable and passe. It's Disneyland we're talking about, so yeah, we'll we'll see a flash mob. Okay. <laughs> anything else? Uh, who else? Uh, Mary Jo, you got anything? I do. I have just a reminder that the musical theater in Orange County um, is going to be having Disney's Beauty and the Beast, and one of have the you one seen of the reasons. Yet? No, it's the last two weekends in July. Oh, okay. So, and the technical director for Frozen at the Hyperion Theater is directly involved with this. So it's, you know, it's going to be good. And I, I think one of our favorite, one of our favorite artists, I think is part is um, doing the sets, but I haven't um, verified that yet. So I don't want to say who it might be, but anyway, there is definitely a Disney uh, connection with this besides the the theme being Beauty and the Beast. So I encourage people if they'd like to do something a little bit different. We call it day six, but it'd be a nice evening out. They also have a matinee on Saturday on the, I think on the Saturdays they have a matinee. But if you go there, you you can see the the tickets for sure. They sell for thirty dollars for the me for the orchestra and twenty five bucks for the mezzanine seats. So very cool. Mm -hmm. I have another one. Okay. <laughs> um, I the. Bob Gurr Disney History Trail Bus Tour. Yeah. I think you guys remember that I did say that the Sunday, July 17th is, is sold out, mm -hmm. but they still do have tickets for Sunday, August 21st. So anybody who wants to, to go see that, um, they can go, um, see, I mean, he's a Disney legend and to spend the day with him as he talks about touches of Walt in LA. Will, will there be cocktails cool. on the bus or? No cocktails. <laughs> they, they, they do serve lunch. <laughs> With cocktails? Well, if you want to call it cocktails, it's clear <laughs> and it comes from a spring. Oh, so. okay. Design a cocktail. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, design your own. But anyway, so that's you, we still have an opportunity to partake in that. And my last uh, housekeeping is just a reminder that the Taste of Farmer's Market is going to be Tuesday, July 19th, uh, 5 to 9 p.m. I'm going to go. I hope I can run into some dizzers. Um, over there. So that's how far is that from, say, Union Station? Far enough. Hmm, okay. it, it's definitely a, a decent Uber. How far ride. is it? How's it, how far is it from LAX? Um, I'd say about market? yeah, even more, about half an hour. Okay, never mind. No, I, I fly. I, I fly it's over by La Brea Tar Picks. You know where the Grove? Oh, is? Oh yeah, no, it takes yeah. the Grove in the okay. Farmers Market. So uh, it's in I, LA. I, I fly out. On a red eye that night, so like at midnight. Well, if, or if you, you can get can over there, it. if you yeah, go you over can. there, Tom, I'll give you a ride to the airport. 
So wait, that's why Tom texted me when I was in town. When are you going, Tom? Uh, no, I no, I um, I leave. Uh, I'm going July 20th through the 26th to Disney World. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, no, nice. I just wanted to go to Disneyland with you. That's why I texted you. Oh, oh yes, that. that's a great idea. Yeah, right. Okay. Cool. Well, if you go to Disneyland in the morning with Tony, and you want to go to Farmers Market in the afternoon, I'm going to be going there straight from work, so I can't, you know. But I, I can certainly take you to the airport afterwards if okay. you'd like. To. I'll let you know. Okay. Cool. I'm trying to take it online. You could where he could take the train to. Uh-uh. I could grab the. Does Metro go to? The Metro, I, you'd have to come south from Hollywood and Highland. It's, yeah, it's no. Don't even. Try, it's Los Angeles. Yeah, I yeah, know. Do an Uber. <laughs> yeah. All right. Any other housekeeping besides me trying to save money on Uber? Really? Um, wow. <laughs> it's okay not to have what any. What did I tell like, you earlier? No, no, yeah, it is. It's it's okay not to have any. You got anything, Michael? No, no. Okay. Well, I, I'm mourning the loss of my iPod. Uh-oh. It, it finally died, and it, this though has a connection to the Diz because okay. when I first discovered the Diz way a long time ago, when I was you know searching for Di- you know Disney information right. and the Diz boards came up, and then I heard, oh my gosh, they're starting a podcast. So I, I told Carol, oh, I want to buy an iPod, and I really didn't tell her why. <laughs> so, um, so the so I that's how I started, and I was just a lurker on the boards, and that's how I started listening to the Diz Unplugged, and and well, I never in a million there. years would have thought that I um would be a part of it, and you know, it was sort of like a listener's dream, you know, and so so, and then I you know we went on the podcast cruise, the first one, and and you know we met. All kinds of people hit it off, made yeah. good friends, uh, and and yeah, the poor little thing just gave up the ghost. And I thought, my gosh, this has gone to so many places. But it really was my my introduction to the Diz. So uh, anyway, so 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 long, little iPod. I have a new <laughs> oh, iPod Touch now. <laughs> we should all thank the little iPod because we would not be hearing so many awesome historical stories about Walt Disney and Disneyland. So so hats off to your and a nod to your little iPod, Michael. Did, did you flush oh, did you flush yeah. it or bury it? Or? It's recycled. I got ten percent off my new iPod. But <laughs> nice. I should, oh there we go. I should have taken a photo of it. Right? <laughs> the chat room is having a moment of silence yeah. for your oh, iPod. Thank you. thank you. But but thanks to that little iPod, Carol and I have so many good friends. Yeah. You know, in our life. It, it's really one, you know, it really changed our life. It really did. I I agree with that. I got my iPod when I got laid off, and that's how I found the Diz. I found the podcast first. I stayed away from the boards until somebody asked me a question I couldn't answer, <laughs> and it, it took me like three four months to actually touch the boards. And then <laughs> from there, I, I, I don't think Tony has been on the boards yet. Have you? No. <laughs> Yeah. Sort of. He has a he has a board's name. Yeah, he's OC Tony on the boards. Oh, I thought it's Grumpy Tony. <laughs> okay, we're done. We're not enough with the Grumpy Tony. All right. <laughs> so it's starting to hurt my feelings. Almost. All right. Anything else in housekeeping? Bands, Tony. Nice. <laughs> no, but uh, I'll throw this out. Well, I I'll throw this out here. If anybody hasn't seen it yet, um, there's a video out between Disney and the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Um, 
and that that video is about um, responsible pet ownership thanks to Finding Dory. So they teamed up to do, um, if you go to Disney.com slash Finding Dory, there's an activity packet, an educator's guide, and a selecting the right pet fish. Because as we know, um, saltwater fish, fish, not not, oh, salt fish are not the easiest thing to take care of. No, they're right? not. And, and apparently, I guess there's been another resurgence now of people wanting to buy Dory's and Nemo's. Well, and I heard that um, the Dory fish, which I couldn't tell. I, I forget Blue what Tang. they are. Blue the Tang. Blue They're very, very difficult to keep in captivity. Yes. And um, our daughter had clownfish. And she went when she went away to college, of course, it fell on me to keep them alive. And yeah, you're right. A saltwater tank is just so much work. But I was also paranoid that they would die. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to check that out, go to, you know, Finding Dory. Anyway, I said Cool. Early. All right. Um, if you want to get hold of the Disneyland team, you can email us at dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com. And links to anything we talk about, also links to previous shows, you can find at disunplug.com. Uh, that's our show notes page. Um, all right, it's time for news, Tony. The news is the ready. News is ready so, as soon as I click right. No, here. I had it clicked over. Okay. I was just thinking happy thoughts, and ah, I was okay. just <laughs> stuck in my happy thoughts. So let's so, let's let's do a happy story then. Okay. Well, but he's retiring. So that's okay. happy for him. Yeah, you're right. It is happy for him. For two, for two years until his wife retires, then it's sad. Very, okay. Well, now you've ruined the magic. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so Disneyland photographer Paul Hiffmeyer, he's been doing this for more than 10 years, but he just retired recently. He was the chief photographer at the Disneyland Resort. He said that there were always there was always a challenge here, having to anticipate where the magic will happen and try to position myself to get the shot. And it's interesting when he shares some of the stories about where he um, had to take pictures and what he had to do. Um, he said sometimes that would be capturing the big smile on the face of a young girl as she runs up to hug Snow White. Other times it meant planning ahead to get that perfect shot that would tell a story in one magical frame. If you haven't planned on something and if you see it and you don't have the camera ready, anticipating it, it's gone. It's that fleeting moment that is totally gone forever. And so some of his uh, things that he had to do, he'd get up early every day for nearly two weeks to grab the perfect shot of Sleeping Beauty Castle with the snow-covered San Gabriel Mountains rising in the distance. Uh, yet another vote as to why the castle's the right size. Let's just, right, let's, yeah. yeah. Um, other times it meant having the cam camera on a tripod, waiting for the sun to go down and take a 30-second exposure, which I don't know what that means, photography-wise, um, of Mickey's Fun Wheel in Disney California Adventure. He also shared that he had five, he'd spent five days, I wouldn't have retired, spent five days helicoptering into and out of the Grand Canyon to get a shot of a hot air balloon shaped like Mickey Mouse for a publicity campaign for Disneyland's 50th anniversary. And he and he says it looks like it was photoshopped, but it wasn't. So he says he didn't feel complete without a camera on him and goes through we you know we don't have to go through all this history. He said um he started getting assignments as a consultant at Disneyland. His favorite photo is a black and white image of the partner statue in the fog and it was taken in 2003 while he was on assignment as a consultant. That was more than two years before he was hired as chief photographer. He said the photo wasn't planned. He was there to take a group photo in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle. And when the fog rolled in, um, he forced everyone to stand around and wait. 
Upon retirement, Hiffmeyer looks forward to seeing more of the U.S., the most beautiful country in the world, he said, including the national parks. And according to Tom, when his <laughs> wife retires in two years, they plan to travel extensively and spend time with their two children and two grandchildren. As for leaving the daily challenges of taking pictures of Disneyland, he said, I will truly miss it. I've done things here that I had never experienced before. I would do more things here by 10 o'clock in the morning than most people would do in a week. So, And that's the moral of the story, really, isn't it? Yeah, get Disneyland, there. Disneyland, get there early. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that before. Yeah, I don't know. They've, they've actually posted some of his pictures on Facebook, and some of those pictures are just incredible. Oh, the fog one with the partner statue? Yeah. That he said he just took accidentally. I mean, that's really cool. So, in cool. grumpier news, maybe. <laughs> maybe. No, I don't think it's grumpy. It depends who's which side of the fence you're on for who's <laughs> Anaheim considers tax incentives for three luxury hotels near Disneyland. So it seems like we're talking about this every week. Yes. The city council will consider tax incentives reimbursing developers some $560 million over 20 years for building three luxury hotels in Anaheim's resort district, including one at Disneyland. City leaders said the hotels would help Anaheim attract higher-end visitors and conventions to stay and play in a city that offers Disneyland, Angel Stadium, Honda Center, and the Packing House. Average nightly rates of $300 would mean double the tax revenue collected from lower-end properties, and the new luxury hotels would add 2,000 jobs. But an industry expert says not so fast. He echoes the city, or she, echoes the city's mayor in questioning whether the market is there for luxury accommodations and whether developers need incentives to realize the business opportunity. The three hotel projects would be the first ones to take advantage of a policy the council approved in a 3-2 vote last year. To encourage the construction of hotels that meet the four diamond rating, which was reported here on the podcast. To reimburse developers for 20 years, 70% of the transient occupancy tax collected from guests, guests pay 50% bed tax. Wait, those are two different tax. Okay. So there's the bed tax, there's a transient occupancy tax, uh, a lamp tax, I don't know. After the 20 years, the city would keep all of the bed tax revenue, which goes towards paying off bonds from 1996 that funded improvements to the resort district and toward the city's operating expenses and community programs. So the projects that the city council is considering are the 700-room luxury hotel and parking structure proposed by Disney for 10 acres at 1401 Disneyland Drive at the north end of the downtown Disney parking lot. Construction for that would start in 2018, opening in 2021. A $208 million 580-room hotel proposed by Good Hope International, an affiliate of Wincombe Group, the Anaheim Plaza Hotel and Suites at 1700 South Harbor Boulevard, directly across the street from Disney California Adventure, would be demolished and replaced by the luxury hotel. A $225 million 700-room hotel proposed by FJS Incorporated, an affiliate of Wincombe Group, that would replace another of its existing properties, Michael, the Annabella Hotel adjacent to Anaheim Convention Center, which my guess is Tiffy's wouldn't be around much longer either. I'm just, oh, just Tiffy's is a distance away, isn't it? No, isn't no. there another? Is it right up against the Annabella? It's right up against. Well, because when they made the the double hotel, whatever, it's right up against it. I think Tiffy's will be the signature restaurant inside <laughs> okay. this luxury Good. hotel. <laughs> I gotta make sure. It, well, so to meet the AAA's guidelines for a four diamond rating. Developer has to spend about twenty two hundred twenty five thousand dollars, including thirty thousand dollars in furnishers and fix furnishings and fixtures per room of a new hotel, 
and have a restaurant that ends in iffy. So, <laughs> we're good. Yeah. That's crazy. I think we've talked about this before on the podcast, but yeah. that's a lot of money in furnishing and fixtures in a room. I feel like I could get a Ford Diamond for a better rate. I'm just saying. Um, so, and what if you wasted so, it all on, like, so just, okay, so if I spent $30,000, so what if I spent like, 25 on the, on like the lamp and then $5,000 on everything else? I just, I'm interested in that. I didn't know that that's how they figured it out. So this is just to approve individual projects now, I guess, because the, the, I mean they already approved the the policy, but now they're like each individual project has to apply. That's it sounds like that they have to say Jeez. whether. Yeah, I know. Uh, another another reason for Mayor Tate to. Yes. So now, interesting. Express his disapproval. San Francisco attracts has uh, seven. San Francisco has twenty four. Diamond Hotels, Denver, which has 50 million visitors annually, boasts eight luxury hotels. Orlando has 34 diamond properties for its 60 million. So interesting. And we have how many? Two? One? Uh, yeah, I know. Let's, it, I can't. I'm, it's just is, it's just the grand, right? Yeah. Now here, Mayor. Yes, that's it. The grand. Mayor Tom Tate was one of two council members staunchly opposed last year to offering incentives. He's gearing up for another fight. Tate said he doesn't like giving money to developers that could be used for other city projects. I thought it was an interesting quote. If there was a market for luxury hotels here, he said there'd already be here. They'd already be here. I kind of tend to agree. Two more luxury hotels are planned at the Garden Walk Mall. I was going to say, what's missing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And those re- received a separate $158 million bed tax subsidy from the city in 2013. So my oh, question for you okay. guys mm-hmm. is, do you think the market is there for this many for Diamond Hotels in Anaheim? I think they're setting themselves up for... That's a lot of rooms. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I'm just worried about all of that, all of the money going in to develop those hotels, and they're just not going to be able to fill them up. And, because- then, and then what's going to happen? Because they've exploded with the, all the new courtyards and all the different brands that are now – they found all the empty spaces mm-hmm. and built up those new ones. And I think, again, it being more of a local hotel, I mean a local park, a lot of people, some of our podcast mem- team members have said, will stay – go down and stay for a night or two. I don't – I just I, – I don't know about that many – Four diamond resorts. I don't like San well, Francisco. That makes sense, right? I, you know, I think they need more moderates that yes. accommodate families. I know, like I, Carol and I are now looking at doing a, a last minute trek down to Disneyland to see the, you know, all the 60th anniversary things before it all glows away. And yeah. uh, you know, we it's a challenge to find rooms um, that we feel we're willing to pay for. And it, believe me, it's not four diamond hotels we're looking at. And, and um, you know, the, I, I think there's more of a need for moderates there. I and agree. You, and back, to, and if we remember from last week, I think it was la- last week, the Airbnb ban or whatever, right. that there's an issue with the families too. Like I know Christine and her son are coming out to Dallas soon, and they're trying to find, okay, what's a hotel that I can get 
because he's older, right? Can get two separate rooms, like right? Like, what if I've got four kids and I want to go to Disneyland, and I've got a teenage girl and some other kid? Like, and I want to separate everybody. Like, that's a hard. That's a that's again a family need that a four diamond hotel is not going to help. And now that Airbnb and all those are going to be taken away, I feel like that kind of the the big base of Disneyland's. Uh, travelers, there it's going to be hard. Well, a few years ago, I, a girlfriend and I had gone to a fundraiser for the Anaheim Halloween Parade, and the mayor of Anaheim was talking, and he said that they were going to be building 20, 20 hotels. I think there was an article about it too, right? That they were going to put 20 hotels in, in Anaheim. And of those 20 hotels, I would hope that there would be some moderates in there for the families, just to support exactly what you guys are saying. So is now here's the question: Is a courtyard considered a moderate? I would say yes. However, if you try to stay at the courtyard across from Disneyland, it's not priced like a moderate at all. Oh heck no! Mm-hmm. You have courtyard points. I mean, it's still one of the highest courtyard points. Anyway, I know because I try. You know, I that's what I stay in. Um, I don't have any financial incentive, and I always go, "Oh, maybe Andrew and I." Not for that many. You know, I'm going to lose all my points on one night across from Disneyland yeah. when I go down the street. I just, I don't know. I feel like, um, I, I don't, I feel, so, so I'm really having, struggling spitting this out. San Francisco, okay, that's a place where people are, everything's expensive in San Francisco. People are going there. It's the city, high-end dining, all that stuff. I don't see, oh, I'm going to do, let's do our high-end anniversary or our high-end special vacation in Anaheim unless, unless you're a Disney person unless these hotels are not looking for tourists per se and trying to bring in more convention traffic yeah but do con- do okay so here's my question if businesses mostly pay for conventions okay obviously there's high end people but for four four different is it four where we have six now that they're going to try to add do you think they can fill six high-end four-diamond resorts? Because not everybody going to a convention are the CEOs of the companies that are at the convention. I don't know if there's six hotels worth. Right. Because even like the, the Marriott and the Hilton aren't four-diamond, are they? No. Uh-uh. So. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Anything else, Tony? That's it. Awesome. Okay, time for rapid fire. I will go first because it's related to hotels. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, There is a new discount out for late summer and fall. Um, It is currently only for Disney Visa card holders. But as these things usually happen in a couple weeks, it will go wide for everyone. Uh, So hang on to it and listen for more in a couple weeks. Um, You can save 25%. 25%, let me repeat that again, 25% on premium rooms and 20% on standard rooms at the Four Diamond Grand Californian and the Disneyland Hotel or 10% on rooms at the Paradise Pier Hotel. Offer is good select Sunday through Thursday nights, August 14th through September 29th. Um, you can book the, you, you can have to, have to book this before September 15th. Uh, you can check the Diz, uh, 
Disneyland discount page for more details. Uh, but this is pretty high. Usually, the last uh, offer I saw was 20% on premium rooms and 15 on, I think 15 on standard. So this is a little higher. Uh, so if you have plans to come August 14th through the 29th and you want to stay on property, this might be something to look at. Contact your Dreams Unlimited travel agent for more details. Uh, and, uh, the, what, well, it's my understanding that even if you, if you're staying, if your stay overlaps those nights, you can get the discount for that portion of your stay. So it's kind of cool. All right. Uh, I will, let's see. Mary Jo. Well, I've been talking about the cute little bangles that they sell at the Disneyland Resort. These are the Alex and Annie. They have a series, um, which is words are powerful. They're coming out with two new bangles. Might have to get them. One seems to be inspired by Tony. So on July 8th, July 18th, they have one. It's Tinkerbell, and it says, Think Happy Thoughts. So I know Tony was had something to do with that yeah, one. Yeah, mm-hmm. obviously. Because and, he, he has that Tinkerbell costume he wears. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you're right. Yes. And and they did want to um, – the board suggest, <coughs> the board name that was suggested for you, Tony, was Tinkerbell Tony. So. Oh yeah, I'm really loving. I, I, you know what? This I'm is okay your with night, Tony. I'm okay with Grumpy Tony. Tony <laughs> Grouch, either one. You can even Tony the Expletive. I'll take that over <laughs> Tinker Tony, maybe. Again, sounds good to me. Twinkle Tony. TTG. I'm good with that. Twinkle Tony. <laughs> but anyway, so so they've got two new bangles coming out. One is kind of a brass or goldish tone. That's the Tink, Think Happy Talk, Thoughts. And then the other one is a Elsa um, and is Be True to Yourself, which is a really pretty one. And that one's silver with blue. And these will be – they each cost $44.95. Yo, wow. Okay. Yep. Well, it's shiny gold and shiny silver. Oh, shiny, shiny things. Okay, shiny sorry. Gold, You're paying shiny for the shininess. Dishes. Yes. Um, and you can get them at the Elias and Company at the California Adventure Park. It's also at the Fortuosity Shop, which is a pretty cool shop in Disneyland on Main Street. And in downtown Disney, you can get it at Disney Vault 28 and the World of Disney Stores. So coming coming soon. Very cool. Thank you, Mary Jo. Michael. Well, it's time to start planning for the D23 Expo 2017. We have to start getting in line. Uh, well, on Thursday, July 14th at 10 a.m. Pacific time, D23, the official Disney fan club, is going to begin selling tickets for the next D23 Expo, which is going to take place from July 14th through the 16th, 2017, at the Anaheim Convention Center. Uh, if you're not familiar with this, this is the largest Disney fan event in the world. The D23 Expo celebrates all the wonderful worlds of Disney entertainment, um, uniting all parts of the Walt Disney Company under one roof. It includes the Walt Disney Studios. Of course, Marvel, Pixar, and Lucasfilm will be there. The Walt Disney Parks and Resorts, con- Disney Consumer Products and Interactive Media, and Media Network including ABC, Disney Channel, and Radio Disney. And this is the fifth 
D23 Expo that has been held in Anaheim. So at the Expo, they will continue to celebrate the past, present, and future of Disney with live events, celebrity appearances, panels, presentations, sneak peeks, and immersive experiences. So, of course, they will have the Disney Legends Awards ceremony. So just pack your backpacks, roll up your (laughs) sleeping bags, head over there now so that you can get a decent seat. Honoring the talented men and women who have made indelible contributions to the Disney legacy. The Walt Disney Archives will again have an exhibit. And, of course, there's the Mousquerade costume contest where you you may see Tony in his Tinkerbell outfit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as, as in the past, tickets for the D23 Expo will be available at a discounted price for a limited time. And depending upon when, if you, the earlier you buy them, the more discounted they are. And right now, when you go to the site, they're not showing what the prices are. But I know that we all want to know, um, what the VIP sorcerer packages are going to be because, of course, that's what we're all buying, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, Anyway, you, so, do you have that pricing in front of you, Michael? I do. I, I, oh, okay, okay. And, I, just, and, I, I wanted, just wanted to make sure. But but first, let me tell you yes. what you get for this. You get don't, three don't days, answer yet. You get three-day admission ticket and commemorative sorcerer credential, reserved seating at presentations in Hall D23, Stage 23, and Stage 28, limited edition D23 American Tourister boarding bag. Ooh. If you remember last time, there was a controversy because they said luggage, and it was luggage, but it was not a large suitcase, which is what everyone expected. It's like a Pan, so Am, they're, Pan, Am, they're, Pan Am bag or whatever? Yeah, now they're being very clear. Okay. <laughs> um, Pre-expo tour of selected exhibits, including treasures of the Walt Disney Archives, exclusive shopping time in the D23 Expo Dream Store, Disney Store, and Mickey's of Glendale, tour of the D23 Expo show floor the day before the expo is open to the public, welcome reception on Thursday evening, exclusive entrance to the expo each morning, a voucher for an appointment with an on-site massage therapist. Exclusive D23 Expo gift pack, including gifts from D23 and the rest of the Walt Disney Company. A meet and greet with a special Disney guest. A fond farewell reception on the final day of Expo, plus access to the Sorcerer Member Lounge and other benefits. So this is exclusively available to D23 Gold and Gold family members. What would you all be willing (laughs) to pay for these wonderful exclusive benefits? Let's just go around California. What, Tom, what would you be willing to pay? See, I already know what the answer is. Oh, okay, then you're excluded. Okay, Tony, what would you be willing to pay? You know what? For happiness, there is no price. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) But what would it take to make you happy, Tony? (laughs) Uh, Let me think. Hmm. Considering the three-day ticket is worth, what, a couple hundred bucks? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, five. Five hundred? Well, I'm just, I mean, it wouldn't make me happy, but I'm thinking that's my guess. If a three-day okay. ticket's a couple hundred. Okay, I'd but pay. remember, you get all these wonderful exclusive experiences. <laughs> remember, TTG is also cheap, so. <laughs> okay, Mary Jo, what would you pay? I read the answer, too. I read the article. Oh, so. oh okay. Nancy. I've been ignoring the article, but. I'm betting it's probably closer to like 
27. <laughs> okay, well, Disney's going to love you. Um, <laughs> this is actually for the, for the reasonable price of $2,250 per ticket. It was so. what last year, last time? What was it? 2000? I no, I think it was just a little more than that. I think it had gone up and people were not happy because they had reduced some of the benefits. Um, D23 Golden Charter members are also going to be entitled to special benefits throughout the weekend, and there'll be announcements about those coming up. And I think uh, you have to be a member to purchase the Sorcerer package too, right? You do. Okay. Yeah, it's only for D23 Gold and Gold family yeah. members. I just and, renewed, but I'm not going to be getting the package. So I'll yeah, be, I'll be, I'll be sitting with you, Michael, because I know you're getting the package. Oh no, no I'm, I'm with the rabble. I'm going to be. <laughs> I, I'm. We're going with members. the other peons like me. Yes, yes. I'll be there at five in the morning and still get off to the side of the wall somewhere, sitting um, when I'm in the in the you know in the presentation I, room. I don't know. After after last year, I'm thinking I'm going to be camping out at night beforehand. And, and thanks to Nancy, I would have been completely lost if she hadn't guided me around. So definitely Aww. someplace um, that people need to prepare themselves for if they've never been before. Now, if you well, in, in order to prepare yourself, uh, if from Wednesday, July 13th through Sunday, July 17th, D23 uh, is going to be live streaming some of the presentations from D23 Expo 2015. Cool. And they're going to do this at d23expo.com. So you, the, some of the presentations will include Once Upon a Time, An Evening with Snow White and the Evil Queen, featuring Nancy's um, best friend, Jennifer Goodwin and <laughs> Anna Maria. A goofy movie, 20th Anniversary <laughs> Celebration, which includes stars Bill Farmer, Jason uh, Marsden, and Jim Cummings. Disneyland, fond memories of the past with the Walt Disney Archives director, Becky Klein, and in conversation with the filmmakers and emotions behind Inside Out, featuring Pete Docter, Jonas Rivera, and a special appearance by Sadness herself. Here you go, Tony. I'm Phyllis Smith. So actually, I didn't see any of these, so I'm very excited about that. So we will have a link to uh, the d23expo.com in our show notes. So check out the live streaming July 13th through the 17th and pick up your tickets on July 14th and we will see you there. Do yourself a favor. If you're only getting just the regular tickets, wait to maybe the afternoon of the 14th. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because... That website is going to be crazy with one uh, like five hundred people trying to get two hundred sorcerer tickets. Right, and and those morning. those will be gone in yeah. under five minutes. Yeah. Um, and you know the the pricing of the t the regular tickets is in place until the end of the year, so you don't have to get it first thing in the morning. Get it later in the day if you want to lock in your tickets. Yeah, I think um, I bought the ticket. I bought because that was uh, one of Kelly's Christmas gifts for me, and I bought her ticket. I think in November, December. Yeah, yeah. The, pri the same pricing as is good until the end of the year. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, that's what it's been in the past. Right. So, well, yeah. Yeah, the the I've, from what I read in the in the press release, that's that's what it is this time. Oh, yeah. So yeah, good, cool, all right, awesome. Thank you, Michael. Uh, Nancy. Well, I don't have half of my rapid fire because someone left. <laughs> with my rapid fire so um anyway hi. hi um so i had some details on a great new offer to legoland that mcdonald's had offered but 
the coupon walked out the door. Oops. So, needless to say, it's an active coupon right now. Buy one adult ticket, get a kid's ticket free. And I believe it also included admission into either the water park or Sea Life Aquarium, which was an excellent deal because that's like $107 adult ticket and $101 kid ticket. So, so it's a really good value. And I was actually looking today to book said good value and try and stay at one of the hotels. Freaking A, 400 and something a night. Really? At wow. the Lake Hotel. Yeah, it's a four diamond, yeah. And, and that's like nuts. Absolutely nuts. So if you're looking to stay at the Legoland Hotel, you can pretty much kiss a AAA discount goodbye until either mid to end of August or even September. Even the lower end um, room rates are not as good as they were. Wow. Um, Didn't you used to get crazy deals at the hotel? I know, like 189 or less yeah. a night. It is and also now, San Diego and near the beach. And it's summer. Yeah, but, I mean, the Lego Friends, the newer rooms, the Lego Friends suites, those are freaking expensive. Those are like 700 a night. So, I mean, I was horrified and shocked to begin with. Um, and then on top of it, um, what did I have to tell you guys? It... See, everything's, like, all gone now out of my thing. Thank you, husband and family, um, <laughs> who messed with my stuff. Even the Sheridan that has um, a special entrance at the top of the park, there's actually a little, um, a little small entrance right in the Kingdoms area, right next to the big giant castle fortress-type play area um, for those hotel guests. And... Yeah, that even that hotel is like completely whack. But I want to say that the cheapest rates right now um are looking you're looking at Sunday night only stays. For the rest of the month of July, they won't even let you book a single weekend night. You have to book two weekend nights together. A minimum of two. I tried booking like just Saturday the 23rd for instance and no dice. It wouldn't let me do a single night until August 6th. And then you could book a Saturday checking out Sunday. But um, I wanted to tell people the trends on this. If you do have time and you do have um, the ability to go weekdays, I recommend Tuesday nights seem to be the, um, the big one in September with a low, low price of, wait for it. <laughs> loading, 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 loading. I have this all like page, page, page. $175 Tuesdays in September. <laughs> Wednesdays in September, you can get them from $185. Monday nights, $195. But um, Sundays, you can do, after Labor Day weekend... Sundays from $215, um, and, uh, Thursdays $225, Fridays $275, and weekends $325 minimum. Jeez. Now, AAA will knock that $325 down to $299, but 
Holy cricorolis, what are they trying to do? Price themselves out? Right. So they'll just stay elsewhere and drive into the park. As amazing as I think that hotel is, holy cricorolis. I I just, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I just can't do it for one night. Yeah. Now, I thought it was going to be a little more reasonable if you got the package. They had a deal where they call it flexible pricing, where you um, get your park pass for every person in your room plus um, plus breakfast at the buffet the next morning, which is a good, a really good breakfast. Um, I priced it out. I thought it was five eighty five. I re-entered it in just to make sure I had the right number of people and family members. Price jumped all the way up to me to eight hundred dollars. <laughs> Holy cow! So, what happened to the good deal? But you can still the good. The good news is, is if you're just looking for tickets, they still have a buy a day get the rest of the of twenty sixteen free, and they're still running their buy one day get four free online the key with legoland you gotta buy your tickets online um because otherwise it jacks up when you're there that's uh that's the key to a lot of the parks though. yeah the zoos are, are the same not very far the same discount. yeah uh universal studios, studios yep yep via mine but nuts but it's a just good tip just nuts and i mean i used to be such a huge legoland proponent i wanted to go check out all the new water park stuff that we've never talked about on the show you know i wanted to do all that stuff so we had all that this summer um and woohoo guess what just walked into my room the coupon uh, coupon the coupon just got dropped out thank you miraculous wonderful husband um oh, i thought a chicken <laughs> brought it in she takes back all the awful, awful stuff she says about you <laughs> um, so, okay, the promo code for this McDonald's coupon, um, kids go free with paid adult to Legoland and you, with your choice of Lego Water Park or Sea Life Aquarium, I would go with the water park unless you're totally into aquariums, um, promo code 16027, legoland.com slash LLCMCDonald's. Um, and it expires, um, 10 31 16. Now the ticket booth offer expires one two seventeen, and that is discount ID one six zero two six. So you can, you can do it two ways. You can either present it at the gate, at, um, and have a longer expiration or you can do that. All right. So. Thank you to that vanilla ice cream cone for letting me find out about this one. Nice. No eating on the show. All right. Thank you, Nancy. <laughs> Tony. Yeah, we're tired of the emails. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> New Oswald and Hortensia merchandise Ooh. has debuted at DCA, including, so, I thought we were going to talk about the uh, Dynaco stuff and cars. Oh, go ahead. Talk about that, stuff too. too. Oh, well, now it's just, I got to find it okay. because I wasn't going to, but. Actually, because I thought, so, to you. yeah, I know. So first, I wanted to do the Oswald one. I the last two weeks I've been on fire. I had this like Monday or Tuesday, and I emailed it. Everybody. Here's my rat fire. Then I saw the one for Cars Land. I went, oh, I like that stuff better. So um, <laughs> you could do what Mary Jo does. She just keeps switching them out all week. Yeah, I don't. So I've just got to go from rote. Rem- I mean, go- remembering that um, 
the one uh, the the stuff at Cars Land has. Well, let me talk about the Hortensia one, and then we'll okay. talk about the Cars Land stuff. Because I want one of the things from Cars Land. That's why I wanted I to change love it. Cars Land merchandise. So, um, new Oswald stuff, and it's rabbit. Well, obviously, rabbit theme. Is uh, vintage style Oswald artwork is appearing on adult and youth tees, a bowling shirt, fleece and track jacket, as well as a backpack, mug, toothpick holder. Thank God. Keychain, <laughs> magnet, tin sign, and open edition pin. You will find some items in store now, and others will be de- debuting the summer months. Also, there's two, um, a few pieces inspired by Hortensia, Oswald's cute feline companion, who appeared in the 1927 animated short, everybody. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. The banker. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I was expecting Michael's. Like, oh, yeah, that's this one. Uh, the banker daughter. I didn't know this, any of this stuff. And more recently in the Epic Mickey video games. Hortensia is making her debut on several new items, including ladies and youth fashion tees and an open edition pin. And she'll be part of a limited edition vinyl mation Oswald and Hortensia Eaches set? You guys know what that is? Hmm. Each, E-Z, capital E. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which will be available late August. Um, there's also an Hortensia headband. There's, I mean, it's it's really cool looking um, vintage stuff. And then at Cars Land, I know that there's new Dynaco stuff, which I want because it's cool. Um, Cars Land new merchandise, a live Google search because I didn't save it because I thought somebody else could do it. But here we go, I got it. So I know that they have stuff for the um, for here we go. Great. You know what? Just so you know, when you Google search that live radio, guess what? The first link was. Thursday, April 16th, 2015. So that's old new stuff. Here we go. Found it. Okay. So you've got a Dynaco shirt. I love the Dynaco stuff. I'm just going to keep, I'm just going to, that's going to be my thing. I'm going to just wear it. I know it's a great blue and it's got the little, it's got the Dynaco logo with on a hat with the floppy kind of baseball caps, which Tom knows I like and a shirt, which is blue and it's just the logo. So I love how cars line, how they do that. Uh, you've got Dynaco apparel, and there's also a Dynaco gasoline with a, I forget what kind of dinosaur it is, on a sweatshirt. There is also the Radiator Springs Fire Department shirt tee, which looks like it's a legitimate fire department. There's a Ramones Body Art t-shirt, a Cars Land sweatshirt, and another Cars Land hat. But the Dynaco stuff in the um, looks really cool. I want the hat. So, new stuff. And again, I do like how Disneyland, Disney finally went away from the every souvenir is exactly the same and is providing stuff that's only specific to certain lands or the Oswald stuff. I like it. So, anyways, that's it. Is this because they got to sell out all the, the, get rid of all the 60th stuff, so they're bringing in more merchandise? How would that keep bringing in new 60th stuff? Yeah. I just want the Dynaco hat. I, I always want to buy the 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 other gas one, the the Butte gas. Yeah, be, because oh, it yeah. almost because it almost says butt gas. <laughs> and I'm happy with with you being happy with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with it. So is every other middle school boy. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna have negative judgment or negative thoughts at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tom yeah. wants to be a middle school boy mm-hmm. making bodily function jokes, then. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, thanks. 
that's my repertoire. Thank you, Tony. All right, for those of you listening live, stick around for Nancy's tips for poor college students. Otherwise, that is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week. And, of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.